Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Bluefin Podcast. David here with the other David. What up? Anthony. How's it going? And Steve. Hello, everyone. So I know a lot of you must have noticed that we made our GBWC announcement yesterday. It got quite the reaction. Uh, and we are very entrenched in what our community thinks, uh, their opinions, and, you know, Hopefully we can make everything better. Um, a lot of concerns were raised and we're hoping to address most of them here today. Um, we have some good news, we have some changes that we will be announcing and implementing, uh, but I think it was important for us to just let everyone know that obviously we watch all of the videos, we watch the blogs, we, you know, we, we are on social media. We tried to answer as many questions yesterday as possible. You know, some might have been missed in the, you know, the enormous onslaught of questions. And so hopefully we can we can uh, assuage some of your fears today. So we're going to be talking a lot, but um, I think first of all, we should let you know that we are passionate builders. You know, we all love Gunpla. We all love to build. Um, so I just wanted to go around the room and maybe start with you, David. Um, you know, what is your history with Gunpla? How long have you been building? And why is the GBWC an important cog in Gunpla for you? So I've been building since I was about seven or eight. So at this point, no, no, 20 years. <clears throat> and I've uh, been building ever since, like, you know, my brother showed me Gundam Wing. Uh, I built my first Gundam kit, the Geminos 01 high grade G unit way back in the day. Um, you know, and I, I just loved it because it's, you know, I like the creativity of it. I like the freedom of it. Because as you know, Gunpla is freedom. Love that line. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, for me, building is a, is a way of life. And once I got older, I got a job. I was able to actually afford more. So I was able to start getting paint and stuff. And that's kind of ballooned my uh, budget for everything, but hey, it's fun. And uh, right now, I'm working on a couple customs. Uh, I'm working on a custom Ayame. Uh, anyone who knows me knows I love red and black, so you won't be surprised at the colors. Uh, and I'm also working on a custom Gustav Caro, which I'm uh, hyped as I'll get out to, to finish, so. Awesome, what about you, Anthony? Why is uh, the GBWC important, and you know, what's your kind of history with building? Well, first off, I think the GBWC is important here in the United States because it it helps us find those uh, those expert modelers that uh, you know can represent our our country and go against the Asian country. Uh, and my just my interest in Gundam in general started started off with a video uh, rental store. Uh, and them having the first uh, or the season of Stardust Memories watched that and I loved it but I didn't get into Gundam until what, 2006 um, and I was a manager at a hobby store at one point and my love for that started to grow and then what I'm currently also working on right now well I haven't been working on anything just because there has been anything that has spiked my interest uh, in in terms of model kits, not to say that the model kits that have been released, such as like the H2 Magnum Master Grade and the Dynamis Master Grade, are bad. It's just I haven't really, uh, I, I don't find them interesting. However, the recently announced new gun, the real grade, mm. has caught my interest, and I'm looking to, looking forward to purchasing them, building it, and doing whatever whatever crazy shenanigans I can with it. Awesome. What about you, Steve? Uh, for me, the the competition, the significance to it to me has to do with inspiration. I love being able to see all the photos from every region, all over the place, all the customized work people do, and it inspires you know changes I want to make to the kits. Certain squads, giving them a unique look, unique weapons, adding on those panel lines, seeing other people come up with things that I didn't even think that were possible. 
I love it as a tool of inspiration. I mean, it's kind of cool seeing all the countries come together, but it's also kind of intimidating when you see the level, especially Japan brings year after year. Right. It just blows my mind. But I don't know. I continuously get inspired every year that I see it. I love being able to hang with one of the local hobby groups and watch the live stream and crack jokes and just see how well we can do each year and hopefully one day climb up and grab that top spot. Uh, for me, getting into the hobby, it was a natural extension of Mech Warrior. I used to play at uh, Virtual Worlds and Slag Guys, 10 years older than me. And slowly but surely, as Gundam Wing made its entry here, and thanks to the internet, I was able to start finding Gundam, and it's just made me a Mecha fan, but most specifically, everything Gundam. Uh, my, currently, I just finished working on the Kami Caron. I need to do some detail work on that. And then I'm getting ready to finally stop being lazy and build my Thunderbolt Zaku squad. Nice. All right, well, I think we'll jump right into some of the, uh, some of the questions. Uh, we had a lot of questions about what is and is not allowed on your model. Uh, so, David, uh, did you want to take this lead about... So let's just specifically talk right now about the, the kit itself. What are the rules for kits? This is all handed down by Japan. This is not an arbitrary rule that we've created in the U.S. Everyone has the same rules. Whether or not some people are obeying them is a different issue. All right. What is the, the rule for the base kit? So for your base model kit, it must be comprised of Bandai Gunpla model kits. Um, that you, know, you can't use 3D printed uh, parts, you can't use a bootleg parts, um, you can't go buy a third party resin kit and put it on there. It's got to be official Bandai Gunpla model kit parts. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> and uh, like, like you said, all our rules are handed down to us from Japan. Every country gets the same set of rules. So that is how the model kit, uh, that, that's what you're allowed to put on your model kit. Now, for your dioramas, obviously Bandai, there's no Bandai Gunpla house. <laughs> you know, so, so if you have a Gundam stepping on a house, obviously you can make the house out of whatever else you want. And just know that we don't judge the diorama by itself, it's judged in how it amplifies what you're doing with the Gundams. So if you want to use something else for your diorama, you can. But for the kit itself, it needs to be Bandai Gumpa only. What about paint? You can use any paint you want. Okay. Uh, another big question was judging. Yes. So a lot of people were concerned that it was going to be one guy. Um, and when you talk about judging, I guess we should really break down the three categories of judging. So maybe you could give us what the three categories are and kind of explain what that means. Okay. Uh, so the three categories that we judge on is paint, technique, and concept. Um, and each of those categories is judged out of 10 points. Uh, all three categories together come together to make your score for a maximum of 30. Uh, so for paint, we're looking at, you know, what kind of effects did you create with the paint? How well was it applied? You know, like we're not seeing like little paint bubbles or, you know, build up too, too much of a certain part. Um, you know, was it, was it clean, you know, cleanly applied and stuff? Uh, for technique, we're looking at um, how did you apply your decals? Um, did you did you seam well? Did you, did you get rid of all your nubs? How was your sanding? Um, did you you know get the joints? You know how 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 was it constructed? You know, um, so that's what we're looking at for technique. Um, and the concept this is the one that a lot, a lot of people have a trouble with. The concept we're looking at. Best way I can put it is does your does your model does your entry is it like is it telling a story? Is it something new? Is it more than just a model standing there. So like could it could it be on the line of what were you trying to achieve in the style and approach? And it's you being able to inform us of something that we may not see readily on the outside of the kit. Would that fit 
that kind of category. Right, and the way I try to explain to people is like, so let's say if two people build an MG RX-78, and one guy has a super clean RX-78 and it's just standing there. But what if the other guy has the same model, also super clean, but it's flying in the air, cutting apart of the Zaku, or it's in it's in like space in like a loading bay, kind of like the Exia that won last year. Mm -hmm. It's in it's in a docking bay, and maybe like they're putting parts on it or something. They might have the both both have ten out of ten paint, ten out of ten technique, but they do not both have ten out of ten concept. One of those concepts is better than the other, and so that's what I try and explain to people. You're, you're trying to make it something that has, hasn't been seen before, something that's interesting, something that will stick with the judges. Because we've seen the same model kit standing there looking all edgelord, with nothing around it over and over again. We, we've seen the same Astray, we've seen the same Musha, like we've seen that over and over again. But if you want to impress us in terms of concept, you have to think differently. It cannot just be a model kit standing there. Um, and I think now, people don't get it. And actually, on that point, that's not a I don't think we want to really say that your model kit standing there can't win a model kit that's, you know, flying in the air. Because uh, if we look back to past uh, a, a past GBWC winner in 2016, uh, a gentleman in Japan uh, won using or building the, what was it, the Nuga Nuburkov. And it was there just standing there it may be a nice simple base but it was such a clean kit that this guy achieved you know uh, champion right and he beat every other you know entry that had dioramas or colorful colors this guy thought hey I'm just gonna go for a stylistic look of the new Gundam Burkhoff and let's see what happens and he won right, so. right. But, if but he stylized it but he did a lot of work yeah. it, it wasn't just a clean bill. It was he did. He put work into. He it. put work into it. So right. So you can't just you can't just build a basic kit or something that we've seen a, a lot of times before and say this is this is my concept. Sometimes less can be more. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes, sometimes less can so be more. Let me, just, let me run this comparison by you because I, I heard some people kind of talking on this vein as I looked across some forums. So let's say you had two guys that kind of wanted to spoof the Rodan emerging from the volcano, an iconic scene if you're a, a big Godzilla kaiju monster movie fan. So if one guy does it where he just has lava dripping off, let's say he uses Death Sight's wings, styles them up, he does like the lava drip off effect, that's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. But what if the other guy has a full volcano diorama that it is at coming out of and paints the lava effect all the way down the body? Clearly, if both are saying Rodan emerging from the volcano is their concept, one clearly did all the bells and whistles while the other did a more simple approach. I would wager the guy putting more into generating that same concept is probably going to get the higher score. Right. Exactly. Probably. Right. But we're obviously judging and making right. sure that all the nooks and crannies are, are, you know, they're there. And if we do see that one little pain error, you're going to get deducted. Oh, yes. So we're, we're always judging every model kit equally. Right. It's just that, you know, if you want those points in concept, because I, I told people this uh, last year as well, people who didn't win, it's not that you lost points in paint and technique. A lot of you guys' paint and technique was fantastic. But, you know, when, when it comes to concepts, a lot of people in that contest have better concepts than you. Mm. And that's what it comes down to. So like I don't I, I don't know who else uh, like that new Gundam like I don't know who else he was going against and what the absolute quality was of theirs, 
But, you know, if he entered, if, if that guy entered that kid, but someone else did the exact same level of work as him with the new Gundam, but with an added extra, I guarantee you that other guy would have won. Yeah. Right. And I think that category... It is subjective, and I think that's a lot of people's concerns, and so that's why there will be multiple judges, you know. It would be easy to skew the voting if there was a single judge, you know, maybe he loves orange, and he paints your Gundam orange, and so you win. But, you know, there will be at least three judges at both Anime Expo and at NYCC. Um, the, the Hobbytown and Kinokuniya events, Anthony, can you speak on the, the judging there? So, with Hobbytown and Kino now being a part of the GBWC, uh, we're doing this because we we would love to attend every single convention around the world or around the uh, USA, but we, we can't. So we are uh, seeking out help through Hobbytown and through Kino, and we're hoping that uh, with this uh, we can get more Hobbytown owners and more Kino owners to participate. So what we're asking from the community is if your Hobbytown isn't currently uh, part of this GWC event uh, this year or Kino, uh, we're asking you to uh, let them know that you guys are interested in having set store be a part of it so that way we can talk to them uh, next year. Um, and I know in Texas, we're not going to be doing ACON. We're not doing ACON. Um, however, well, real quick before we go on, there is one more thing about concept. If you guys notice in the sign up sheets, there is a section for comments. So if there's anything you think you need to explain to us about your concept, so like if you do like say like a new Gundam that's really nice looking there, if you have a certain concept that is around that that you want us to look for, put that in the comments. Let us know because there's a, there's a, a nice description spot that people are uh, underutilize. Having judged other competitions that have the same thing, they call it different, but it's essentially you tell me what you were trying to do. I didn't mind when somebody went hyper-specific. If you right. did some special modification to the joint just to get the fingers, index finger and the thumb to move just the right angle, and you did all that extra work, tell me. Yeah. I don't mind looking underneath it, getting in there with a magnifier to look at that work that's done. Right. It's not insulting if you tell me about all the work you've put into this. Of course. It right. helps me be the better judge. Right. And I appreciate that as somebody who's done that before. Oh, and it helps if, if there's a uh, work of progress pictures too, because right. uh, you know that that'll let us right. know as well. Man, this guy really right. put a lot of effort into putting you know whatever Correct. it is yeah. into exactly. the model. I bet that new Gundam guy probably explained exactly what he did in that kit. It was probably a page long. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have <laughs> to show you. Yeah. I'm gonna have to show so, you that yeah. new Gundam. Uh, I really did so, this too. But talk, talking about Akon, um, so I, I know people were some people were uh, wondering why we decided to do Akon this year. It is because they they moved the convention at the last second, and so for us, it actually falls a couple of days before Anime Expo. And so, just to put it in perspective for you guys, a lot of us are going to be going from Anime Expo to another convention, right to San Diego, right to Otakon. And so, at a certain point, we we, we can't do it all. We you know, we are human. <laughs> we are. You know, at some, some point, I want to go home. As some <laughs> might forget, when the con starts on Friday. A lot of the booths have been there since Monday, set right. up. so that's day four for a lot of workers. So bear in mind, we would love to go everywhere, right. but we still got to sleep, we still got to eat, and we still got to have some energy to put on a really great event for you guys. Now, on that note, we're not doing Acon, but we are we are ha holding GBWC events at uh, Kino Kania and uh, Hobbytown USA, right. uh, Lubbock, and Lubbock. Austin. Right. I don't believe Austin and the San Antonio store are hosting the event this year, 
But if you guys want them to host it, please let them know that you guys want their store to host the event so that way I can get in contact with them right. next year. Well, and then talking about Hobby Center Kingdom Cunha, um, uh, as you saw on the website, we did limit it to 25 entries per store. That's because we didn't want to overwhelm the stores because we know this is going to be a, a first for us on our end, and, and we don't want it to be overwhelming for them. Not to mention um, fire codes. Yeah, correct. Can shut down events very quickly. Some stores guys. legally cannot have more than that. <laughs> exactly. But... Through all this commotion about the GBWC, GBWC event, uh, those store owners have started to contact us and, and told us that, hey, you said 25, but I think I can do a little bit more. So right. the capacity that each right. store um, currently has right now is starting to change, and right. we'll be able to provide so, that info a little bit later. So a few stores have already um, have already volunteered. Uh, Austin uh, for Kinokunia is looking to increase. Um, Chicago has stated that they will take 30 yes. instead of 25. Uh, the Hobby Town of Virginia Beach, Newport News, and Richmond are all increasing their limits to 50. They are doubling how many they can take. Mm -hmm. um, and I suspect by the end of the day, we'll probably have some more stores that exactly. will fall um, because they've seen the reaction. Now, we've, we've, we've got more signups in just the first day this year than we had like the first month last year. Mm -hmm. So if people. People are liking the fact that there's no longer a paywall to go in. They can now just, they can come to their local store that they feel comfortable at and they can enter GBWC. Yeah, and I think, that, you know, we'll segue to the, the, probably the other big concern, which was the online voting. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were concerned about manipulation and things like that. Um, you know, we, we will ensure, you know, the highest level of security possible. You know, we, we won't have we won't allow bots you know our servers are protected against that if there's any malfeasance or cheating or anything like that you know that person will be instantly banned you know they will be removed from the competition they won't be allowed to re-enter under a different um you know a different model or anything like that uh you know be behind you know there will be um, an informational gate you know you will have to log in um just in order to ensure you know that this isn't someone making 1,000 votes for himself using like a VPN or something like that, you know, there will be steps in place to ensure that it is, you know, the utmost, you know, it, that it is legit. Yes. Um, on top of that, you know, a lot of people were concerned that it would just be a popularity contest. Uh, as far as voting goes, you know, the popular vote will be a component of it, but we also will be vetting the model kits uh, as well. I would hope last year would remind people that we care about how good the model not how popular the person is. Right. And, you know, if, if anyone's wondering that people might try and get, like, joke entries in or, or something stupid, just a heads up. All these entries go to my personal inbox. I am monitoring each one of these individually. If you do something stupid or someone tries to do a joke or something offensive, um, it will not get through. We will see it. That is an absolute. Yeah. <laughs> Only people who are seriously trying their best um, you know, whether it's someone who has a nice, fresh RX-78 that they built or someone has customized, you know, something into a flying dragon or something, those will, will be allowed in. If you do something, something stupid with, like, a swastika or something offensive or we try to say, oh, who can sucks? Yeah, that's not going through. That's not going through. Yeah, and um, I think people were, you know, need to remember that we will still be judging them in person. You know, we are going to be limiting the, limiting right. them the number of entries, but those entries will still be judged by our panel of judges. Like I said, there will be at least three um, at each of the major events. And the way it's going to work is we will have a winner at each of the five conventions, 
We will have a winner at each of the hobby towns in each of the Kinokunias, and then from those winners, we will have one Kino winner, one hobby town winner, the five winners from the five conventions we're going to, and that all goes to Japan. And from that point on, Japan takes over the competition. Correct. And in regards to judging for hobby town and Kino, uh, there was someone that pointed out in the comments that it'd be nice if somebody from uh, from ba uh, from Bluefin. To be a part of at least one of the events for the for uh, you know Habitat and Kino, and we're looking to do that. I'm not going to guarantee that it's going to happen, but right. it's something that we've already thought of. So, I'm you may see me in one of the sort. Yeah. I'm not sure which one yet, but uh, you may see me there, and as right. well as a um, a representative for Kino Kino. Yeah, and I also volunteer as tribute. So. <laughs> yeah. And I think the final thing that was a concern was the, the limited number of entries uh, being 10 at NYCC and 10 at Anime Expo. So I'll let David give the good news that uh, we have listened to you. Um, yes. You know, space is obviously at a premium at a convention like this, but... Um, right. So, you know, like I said, it, you know, not that much space is available, but we have a really cool announcement for Anime Expo and for New York Comic Con. We have increased the spots to 15. Um, so, just so you guys know, there's a little more space now. Um, it's not unlimited, but it is more. We got listening. We do take what you guys say seriously, and we want you to know that we are trying to make sure that everyone's a fair shot, that everyone gets a, a chance to enjoy GBWC. To touch one last thing on the voting, I don't know if everybody is aware, but Japan does have a voting component, and they do that closer to their finals. Uh, we were a little leery about jumping in exactly in that fashion, so. We are trying to test it out more on the prelim side, so it doesn't have a chance to mess up the finals. Yeah, and I mean, and we, and we are, like I said, we are reading the comments, we're watching the videos. Um, you know, Justinius Builds did a video, uh, and he was talking about the the badge situation. The badges that we're giving out are badges to the event. We're not; it's not the the pin, the GBWC pin. The 15 badges that the the finalists will win to each of these two events is admission to the convention. Right. Only that, no flight or hotel. So if you're not actually in the area or you weren't already going, don't try and win because <laughs> the, the badge will have to go to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, I'm sure there will be more questions. You know, we tried to answer uh, as many as we could right here. Uh, you know, you can always reach us at Bluefin Brands across all social medias. You know, if you're on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, you know, we're there. Um, you know, drop us a comment. You know, constructive criticism is always welcome. Um, you know, we'll try to answer your question in a manner of which it's asked. Um, so, anything else you guys need to add, or any other? No, I just uh, uh, as a representative for uh, Hobby Town, uh, I'm happy to see that the the community is excited to see Hobby Town uh, and Kinokuniya be a part of the DPUC, and I hope uh, you know as the years go by that it stays that way. Anything else, boys? Uh, to all the builders, remember your seams, keep keep your eyes on the paint, always get a fresh set of eyes to make sure you got everything good to go. I'd hate to see anybody lose those points on some simple mistakes. We all make them. Lord knows I've made way too many myself. Uh, and for those of us that can't compete and those that might not be able to this year, take a look at all the entries. Rally behind your, your fellows that are competing and enjoy it. Be inspired because that's one of the great things about this kind of competition is to kind of see everybody's ability and see all the new things they come up with and let that inspire your builds next time. Yeah. And so you guys know, we are always open to constructive criticism. You can always tell us what you feel. Um, personal attacks, yelling and stuff, it's not productive. But 
for the few of you out there who were very positive, who had criticisms and delivered it in, in, a, in a nice, grown-up way, we want to say thank you because we did hear you. Uh, and a lot of you said exactly what everyone else who was yelling said, but you know, because you delivered it in a grown-up way, we heard you and we're acting on it. So thank you guys. Absolutely. And uh, just parting wise, you know, um, if you want to enter the contest, it's bluefinbrands.com slash GBWC. Uh, again, our social channels are at Bluefin Brands. Uh, you can always reach us there. We're very, uh, very interactive with you. Uh, so, yeah. So hopefully we'll talk to you guys sooner next time. And uh, one more thing from Anthony. Oh, nope, that's it. Just <laughs> oh. have a good one, guys. All right. Good night, guys. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.